let's go. G'day, welcome back to Two Red Chairs. I'm your host, Frank, and we're at episode 24. This week we have Loz Chai, my fellow Aussie designer. She's from down in a different state to me, down in Melbourne, but a bit of out of Melbourne in the Mornington Peninsula. And she is a self-taught designer. I'm always so impressed by self-taught designers, how you can just pick up a program, learn it, and then find that way to do what it is you love and discover what it is you love, um, especially if it's a creative outlet like you know logo design or web design, even things like photography or writing as a copywriter. I find it astounding how that without formal training can be done now. And it's something that even myself, if my son turns to me when he's you know at an age where he's deciding what to do in life and says he wants to become a designer like myself, I mean, I can obviously teach him, but I would say, you know, there's endless amounts and probably by the time he's 18 in another 15 years, there will be so many resources out there that you can learn online for free and self-teach yourself all these different amazing things to be a creative. And Loz is a great example of that because it came out of adversity. Loz lost 10 years of her um, career to become a full-time carer for her mother. And she's going to share that story briefly at the start. Um, and it, it it was a challenging time for Loz. And I'm so inspired by Loz and how she came out of that and, and turned that into something that was, at the end of it, a creative outlet for her um, to excel at what she now loves to do. It, it, it always amazes me how adversity can create creativity. It's a funny <laughs> double play there, but um, I'm going to get into the chat in here with Loz. Um, I hope it, hope you take away something from this because if you're one of those people that is a self-taught designer and you're struggling with what knowing what to do and whether or not even to start your own business and and if you're good enough, um, I think Loz will will teach you that you you just need to stay on your own lane and keep your head down and focus on what you love doing best and doing it for the love of the pe- person that's looking for you know that service or that you know design whatever it might be so here's my chat with Loz Chai Loz welcome to two red chairs you're in the red hot chair beside me figuratively uh, we're in two different cities here but I really want to welcome you here cuz uh, I love connecting with you in ways that are just on a different level um, I wanted to have Loz here on this on this show um, because she has an amazing story to tell. One that's probably unlike a lot of us, um, but one that's equally inspiring um, and motivating, especially for me. Um, and so I'm so glad to have you here, Loz. Um, if you'd like to introduce yourself, where you're based, how long you've been doing what you do as a creative, um, and then we can launch into your story after that. Hello, Loz Chai here. Nice to uh, be here with you in uh, the online world and um, happy to be here. Yeah. Happy days. Nice one. So uh, where, where are you based, Loz? Um, you can tell everyone. Yeah, so I'm on the beautiful Mornington Peninsula in Melbourne, which is probably about two and, two and a half hours out of Melbourne City. So I'm kind of in a sort of country-like area. I'm surrounded by paddocks and farms and I've got an aero club, a hop, skip and a jump 
from where I live. So it's a really beautiful, tight-knit community that I live in. Very good. Sounds very idyllic. So your fellow Aussie here. And Loz, you've been a creative for how many years now? Uh, since birth, I feel. <laughs> but yeah. <in> a... <laughs> Let's say professionally for, for your own business because I know you run yes, your own business now. Yes, uh, so... Officially, it would be around six. I got a, a a notification on LinkedIn the other day that said, "Congratulations on your six years in Loz Chai Design." And I was like, "What? I have I don't even really count because yeah, it's just my lifestyle." <laughs> but yeah, so six years pretty much now, which is cool. That's amazing. That's so good. What a great achievement. Um, now, Loz, let's let's share your story here about because I know there's a lot of learning points mm-hmm. out of this for for fellow creatives, depending on where you are in life, in your creative life, in your business life. Um, so take us back to where you want to start this, and um, I'll jump in at some stage, maybe ask you a couple okay. of questions along the way. But you lead the conversation here if you can. Okay, no drama. And uh, I'd love to hear. Okay, so uh, way back when I was in my 20s, 21, um, my mum suffered alcohol addiction for most of my life and it got to a point where she was getting very sick. So the doctor said, into rehab you go or you're going to die. So my mum went to rehab. But uh, that wasn't enough to save her liver and she ended up with um, liver cirrhosis and liver failure. So I became her full-time carer and that went for most of my 20s until I was about 29. excuse me and during that time we spent weeks months in and out of hospitals and because this was such an ongoing thing it was like a 24 hour you know seven days a week I became a mum to my own mum I sort of lost who I was in the process because I didn't do any you know I didn't go out I didn't see friends go on holidays go to markets simple shopping trips nothing it was it was heavy and she need yep. you know it got to a point where I was showering and dressing her and she'd have episodes fits it was it was yeah a nightmare at the time um, but yeah so I lost who I was and the only thing I you know that was keeping me sane was drawing and I'd write you know quotes you know I had a big journal and I just start writing quotes and drawing and trying to draw pictures dogs were like one of my favorite things to draw um, and that was that was my outlet and you know we'd be in the hospital and I couldn't I couldn't take all my drawing pencils in and my paints or anything so dad brought me a laptop and I was like okay well I've never designed anything digitally but I'm going to give this a shot because I you know I need to do something for me during this time and uh, so yeah you know sitting next to mum's hospital bed waiting for her to come back from procedure I the very first program I brought was affinity designer and nice I prefer I prefer Affinity over Adobe because that's what I first learned with and I absolutely love it. But yeah, so I, I didn't even know how to, you know, draw a shape. It it was just something that, you know, I opened it up and said, "Okay, I'm going to do this." And I started offering it, you know, on Facebook groups and um saying, "Hey guys, I can do Facebook banners. I can do, you know, posters." They were really basic, like I used, you know, clip art to fancy them up and things like that because I didn't know how to draw. Um but that's how I pretty much, you know, dived into the digital space of design. Uh, and nice. yeah, so I was just, that was it. And I was just like, I'm in love with this. I cannot stop. And it has become a serious addiction. I'm 
maybe mm. it's the addictive side that stems from my mum's genetics. I don't know, but I'm glad I'm addicted to design and not drugs or alcohol, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's that, that creative drug. Yeah. Uh, there, there's so much there that I think for a lot of people that you either may relate or you may be inspired by, but it, it's so interesting that for a lot of people that creativity comes out of adversity. Mm. Um, and, and I mean, your case in point here, obviously, and you know, that experience, I, I obviously have no, uh, <laughs> way to, to relate in that respect because that I'm feel like I'm so far removed from that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. But what I can say is that I empathize with the fact that creativity is that escape like that. It's that thing that you can put your whole heart into yeah. and create something amazing as a result of it. Yeah. Um, and especially to help others in in that way and um, express yourself like you were. I mean, I know you still do draw dogs. Yeah, um, I do that on the side. That's it, a side gig. Sell yeah. dogs on products. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, I guess in terms of that learning curve, then how how long did that take you? I mean, Affinity is, from my knowledge, I haven't actually used Affinity by the way. Yeah. Um, but I'm guessing the learning curve would have been pretty steep i would imagine yeah how, how was that for you i um it would have been i i started looking on youtube for tutor, tutorials and yep. i it would have been 2016 i came across a crew called the future <laughs> chris do uh, chris do those good old guys yeah. <laughs> and um the motivation just kicked in and yeah, so I took so you know that's where the business aspect of it came in actually because I didn't plan on making you know proceeding into a business, but during the the space of where I was going on all these Facebook groups and offering local businesses, like I was reaching out to cafes and things and people that I would you know one day love to design for. I did not envision the fact that I would be doing it every day. Now it just blows my mind. Sure. But yeah. um, you know. That's how I just I, I was watching the future. I was listening to those guys. I was um, finding tutorials on Affinity, and I started drawing everything you know from scratch. And I just fell in love with that. And I then I started um, also designing missing dog posters and offering oh, people yeah. in groups yeah. to d- design a you know say hey I've seen your dog's missing let me take the stress off you I'll design you a poster any way that I could design and find somewhere that someone that I could design for I would do it and because you know yeah, that's amazing I was looking after mum I had the ability to be able to you know I was on a carer payment um, yeah. and yeah just in between all those appointments the late nights when you know when she'd finally be able to go to sleep. I just get on my computer and and go for it and just, just just keep learning and I'm still learning today every day I aspire to learn something new. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I can relate to that part of of giving back to those that you know are either in your own community or those you really want to help out like uh, I've done a couple of those jobs of late and it just feels like there's something inside you that just goes that just doing that nice kind of good deed with your own creativity yeah. is is a great way of doing that. Can I ask you then, in terms of that kind of thing, especially that when you interacted with businesses, was that you know were they paid gigs or was where was that at in terms of you know your oh. I guess you said you didn't really think about doing a business, but you know were you getting paid for this stuff or not? Yeah. So at that stage, um, yeah. So there was a cafe that came along and they said, hey, we've seen some of your stuff on a local Frankston notice board page, and we're 
we've just taken it over a cafe and we'd like a logo design. Mind you, I'd only designed um, logos for competitions prior to that because I was on, uh, you know, one of the, oh, God, I hate even thinking about them now, you know, the competition websites yeah. where you yeah. people spend like half their life designing logos and then have gone, oh, God, you know, I was just up against 500. Yeah, one. yeah. So I, yeah. I was doing yeah. that in my time as well because I wanted to learn how to design a logo and the principles and, you know, that was my way of, of practising. And I'd entered a couple of those competitions, won three out of the five that I entered and was posting them online. Cafe came along and said, hey, we want you to design a logo for us. My, I would like run around my house screaming. <laughs> it was the best feeling. I could not believe a brick and mortar cafe wanted me to design for them. I just, because I felt so low about myself, I didn't think I had no value for myself because, you know, I, I'd just been this, I'd been a carer, which obviously I look back now and go how much of a big, you know, it was, it was a dedication. She's my mum. I love my mum. But at that time I was like, you know, what else am I good for? I'm not, you know, I haven't worked in 10 years. No one's going to want me. So when they approached me and I think I, I was $80 I charged for that logo and I didn't know about branding or anything then. I just, I, I was just like, yeah, logo, logo goes on the menu. There's, you know, I had two different forms of the logo and, and it's still running today and it's quite successful actually. Amazing. And yeah, yeah that were like my very first brick and mortar. And from there, then on, um, that, yeah, that the work just started coming, but I've been consistent, like on my Facebook pages and Instagram, I was always jumping, you know, sharing anything, something I've just drawn, something I've done for fun, something I entered a competition. I tell people about my life. It, it, I was, I've just been me. I, and it just yeah. sort of, yeah, evolved that way. But I've never stopped, you know, reaching out to people and making new connections because it's, um, yeah, just I'm so, you know, connection over the collection part side of things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a great mindset. Uh, I think, you know, for many designers that might be listening to this, especially self-taught ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't uh, I mention mean, personally, that. I was, yeah, I mean, well, you kind of did. You just kind of danced around it yeah, a bit. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, you know, not having formal training like someone like myself has had, there's, there's it, at the end of the day, you know, it all washes out in the wash kind of thing. Like it, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, someone that could have done... <laughs> four years at university could be easily less talented than someone that's taught themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I know know so many self-taught designers that have picked up Photoshop or like yourself, Loz, with with Affinity Designer and you figure it out and it's because you have that creative bone in your body that wants to design or create art or... That's what it is. You know, there's a distinction between the two, but, you know, if you can apply that artistic side and make it more purposeful... Um, to help someone, that's where, you know, design comes in and that's exactly what you're doing here. And there's a lot of designers that might be either listening to this or in the same situation that are wondering whether or not it's worth pursuing this, even if they haven't had university or or any kind of degree or course training or something like that, um, that it's in this day and age is not necessary. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing I believe, you know, I, I'm self-taught and at that stage when I was going through this process of offering cafes um, and just reaching out to anyone who would give me a chance, I would all, 
I couldn't, I didn't call myself a graphic designer and I've got like, Mm -hmm. I'm a hoarder of everything digital. If I was to sit in a room and put everything that I've hoarded on my computers, I would be swimming, but I've got (laughs) screenshots from two. And I didn't even at, and I don't even know at the time I was, I, I have documented absolutely everything. And it's crazy because now I know why, because now I can share that story with people and show people you know, the social proof of the fact that I'm not just saying I've done it, I actually have and I've got something to show for it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I was saying to people, please understand I'm not – I do not title myself as a graphic designer because I was watching, you know, Ben and Chris and all that on the future. I'd be like, oh, my God, there's guys out here that have worked their ass off for years and years and years to get to these places they are. Yeah. I cannot devalue these creatives that are so talented and call myself a graphic designer because, you know, I'm just, just, you know, nobody. I'm just someone that's, that loves creative, that's self-taught. So yeah, I didn't even call my graphic myself a graphic designer, I think until two and a half, three years into my actual. Yeah. Gotcha. That's interesting. You said Mm -hmm. that like, especially with someone like Ben Burns from the future, like he, I mean, he was a police officer. He was a detective. And, mm-hmm. and did that similar kind of thing just on the side in that downtime that he had in between jobs or on jobs where, you know, he had time to kill and he did that on the side um, and, and learnt design. And that way, I'm pretty sure, I don't think he did formal training. He might have before he joined the Academy for Police, but... Um, yeah. But yeah. I brought one of his courses, the proposal writing one. <laughs> yeah, nice, no, so did I. <laughs> mm. um, can I ask you as well, Loz, did you in that time when mm-hmm. you were first starting do any free work? Did I do free work? Oh, yeah. 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 Heaps. Do you know, it's taken me about, and this is something that people, because, you know, everyone wants stuff real quick. They want to make the money real quick. Yeah. And it is a hard slog. I can tell you, like, I was, I lived in the same clothes for like three years. I didn't buy myself new anything because I was, you know, I'd been a carer, so I didn't have money to back me up. Yeah. Every penny that I had, I had, you know, and I was doing $20 Facebook banners and um, $50 logos for a long while. But before I actually even charged $50 for a logo, I did a few for free, yep. did the competition ones. Yep. But um, yeah, so, and I was doing, oh, I also did writing for a online, um, was getting paid to do little articles for an online veterinary. They're in America, oh, yeah. but I found it on one of those, you know, um, websites where you can, what is it called? Like 99 Designs it's kind of like or for, you know, Fiverr or... Yeah, 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 something like that. And I was doing articles. So I was getting, you know, p- paid here and there to write up these articles. Uh, so I was getting that money. But, yeah, design-wise, I was doing stuff for free. But mind you, it wasn't like branding projects or anything. So it was just logos and things and banners and business cards, posters. Yeah. But, that, but I haven't that got even gotten to, start, to a point. Though. Yeah, that's it. And um, once the cafe, like I'd done that cafe... Mind you, that's on a a main road, so a lot of people stop at it and the woman that owns it, um, you know, she had told a few people about me and things and the word of mouth and I was very, very persistent on socials, like, you know, just putting myself out there every day. At one point, I was the only person liking my own posts. (laughs) You know, it was just me. Yeah. But I didn't care and, you know, I look at it and go, I should take that down, it's a bit embarrassing. But I thought, no, fuck, you know, fuck it. Yeah. This is yep. what I want to do and I'm going to make it happen. I do not care. Mm-hmm. 
I love that passion. Sorry. I mean, I think for those that have that tenacity, especially in the creative space, they're the ones that really do, you know, stand out, um, especially showing up, you know, like you do. I mean, I'm a big advocate for showing up. It's not something that every creative does. And look, each to each to their own, but you can see yeah. the, the, the fire and that spirit in those that are known people. And I have I hazard a guess that, you know, in another few years, you'll, you'll have that known presence among, you know, your peers, like you already do with me. Um, you came <laughs> onto my radar very early when I first started G'day Design Life. Um, and I'm so glad that you did because it was just such a... Yeah, that's right. ...a yeah. unique voice. And we that's had a phone, cool. you know, we had a phone conversation one night, I remember. And, and, yeah, for and a you told an me everything. Yeah, you chatted to me about everything and anything. It was just fascinating to listen to. Um, so that's that's the, the biggest reason why I'm so glad that you wanted to come onto the show here and, and share this because there's there's learning opportunities there that people can relate to, people can be inspired by and take something from this episode and realize that it really, at the end of the day, if you're going through some shit times, it, it will come out for the better. Um, you know, you're, you're proof of that, Loz, and you come in out of that and doing this for you now. Um, and I, I yeah. dare say that your family is, you know, so proud of you at the same respect as, you know, I am of you. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> for, for doing what you do because, you know, to have an easy road to design is one thing. To have a hard road and still be able to come out and do that is uh, is next level. So I really do commend you there, Loz. Thanks, man. There, There is um, something that I, I would like other young designers to know. Yeah, please share. Um, Stop comparing yourself to other creatives and because there is no perfect, there is no, you know, what one person's doing isn't always going to be right for the other. And I know like when I first started, I didn't know any creatives, like I didn't know any graphic designers. So the beauty, you know, I had the beauty of staying in my own lane because I didn't understand, you know, I didn't go in with a degree or anything. So I didn't even know where I was sort of starting. I kind of just went all in hoping for the best but yeah I think creatives really need to so focus on their own lane and become their unique self and because there is no one more unique than you and people do business with people you know that they like know and trust and people buy into the people behind as you know you know behind the brand Mm -hmm. and I've had so many people come to me and they've said to me Loz, I want to work with you because it feels like I already know you. It feels like you're my friend. And that's amazing. Like that is such a cool feeling, you know, to have that connection with people. So our Instagram is great for sharing our work, but it's it's also a place to share themselves and be their unique self. And it doesn't have to be just this solid art gallery yeah. because people want to know who they're working with. And I just think that's really important. That's amazing. Uh, you can't, Loz, Loz can't see me because we're just doing audio here and you listening, you know, listening here can't see me either, but I am smiling like ear to ear, like that, so that right there, that, that was perfect. Like that's exactly what I, I believe in myself. And I'm sure a lot of you that are listening do as well. And, um, yeah, I mean, I have a post-it note. I tell everyone this, that I have a post-it note on my computer that says, look in the mirror, that's your competition. Like we, 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 yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. We, we really do need to stay in our own lane and I'm so glad you brought up that, that up. So it's not just me <laughs> saying no. that. Um, I don't feel like, I know there's so many fantastic, like I look at you, you're to me, like I put you on a pedestal. Like I, 
I've seen your work. I know how amazing you are. And I'm like, oh, one day I hope, you know, to to be that good. But then I bring myself back down and go, Loz, you are yourself. Yeah. Um, and what you're doing is your style and your process and the way your mind thinks. No two minds think alike. Yep. So, you know, someone could come both to us with same, with a brief, but we're still going to have that edge of difference. And yeah, of course. I don't, and I think the whole competition thing, designers shouldn't be in competition with each other. We should just be supporting each other and encouraging each other to do, do things your own way mm. because it's just, yeah, because there's so many creatives out there and so many people trying to do the same thing, thinking it's going to work for them. But at the end of the day, really, there is no comparison to mm-hmm. our unique self. It's priceless. It really is. It is. And people invest in that. sure definitely well said well said all right well on that note thank you so much for sharing loz that that was just a mine of just gold there i hope for everyone listening um would love to have you back on the show one another time especially when you you know your your business grows and your confidence grows and your skills grow and and your personality definitely will grow too along the way. <laughs> um, so I'll be, I, I'm so keen to see where, you know, things take you, Loz. And uh, I just want to say again, thank you so much for coming on and I uh, look forward thank to chatting you. very soon. Oh, it's been a ripper. I loved it. <laughs> nice one. All right. I'm Frank. I'm back. That was my chat with Loz Chai. I hope you found that, that uh, conversation really interesting. Uh, for me, Loz inspires the hell hell out of me. You, you know, it might, I might sound like a doting father or something like that. I know she's a bit older than me as well, but I, I'm just so damn proud of what she has achieved, um, and just how much energy she brings to what it is she do, she does, and how much she loves doing what she does. Um, it, it is really damn inspiring. So if you want to find out more about Loz and, and follow her and connect with her and even share your maybe story with her or some feedback or, you know, just share the love, um, you can find her on Instagram. She's prolific on there just as much as I am. She's also on Facebook too, but I'm going to point you to her Instagram because I think that's a good place that we're all generally are as creatives. Um, if you type in at Loz Chai Design, and I'll spell it for you, L-O-Z-C-H-A-I design all one word no spaces or anything like that um, you can find Loz there um, she's fantastic you know her work is always evolving it's so interesting to see how creatives evolve their style over the time um, and, and she's really having fun with it which is what I love seeing most about creatives just doing it for that love of it and uh, with that if you want to be on two red chairs and you want to share your story like Loz has um, I'd really love to have you on. You can connect with me at G'day Design Life on Instagram or you can send me a DM and uh, book a calendly time to be on the show in that respect. There's a link in that bio on that Instagram account and uh, I would love to have you on the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, I'd really appreciate some uh, some feedback on the show. If you're really loving this, leave a rating and a review if you have the time, if you're using Apple Podcasts. Would uh, really love to see them, and that might encourage some more people to to want to listen. Seeing those star ratings really helps this podcast. So thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I will see you for the next episode. Bye for now.